This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay. Here we go. Welcome everybody. Let's have a look at this now. This is live, it's Marshall take it, and he scores! Massive goal in the title race, 1-1 at Meadow Park, and it looks like Wrexham are going to drop two points, and the news has filtered through to the Stockport fans, they know this could be a massive day now in this title race. Unbelievable isn't it, it's 10 men as well from Wrexham. Is it destiny for Stockport County? They look at those fans, they think it is, they think it's their time. Is this the day that it really truly does? The momentum, Kevin. I know they were always in front in terms of being top, but the momentum looked like it was shifting to Wrexham. Five, four, three. Two, one. Oh, great flick on by Alan Armstrong. Oh, oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I wasted all my life for that. Oh, just another normal week in the Vanarama. Nothing to see here. Hello and welcome to this again. God, I'm knackered. This is, of course, the sound of the Scarf or your weekly look both backwards and forwards for all things county. Hey, up, Nick Lee here, the guy in the pub who just agrees with everyone. With his... <laughs> He's here. <laughs> Nervous one, Russ Johnson. How are you, mate? I'm alright, mate. I wasn't expecting you to uh, to have listened to that so soon. So no, no. Well, I, I was I was down there. I was logged on about half an hour early tonight. I had everything ready. I thought, oh, you know what I'll do? I'll listen to that to 
you know, so so across everything that's going on tonight. That was a that was a nice surprise to tune into it. You're slagging me off. <laughs> I enjoyed that, mate. It wasn't slagging you off. It was it was it was it was, an, it was a term of endearment. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you keep telling yourself that, mate. How, how are you anyway? anyway I'm all right, mate. Yeah, regardless right. of uh, I like doing public appearances, slagging me off. How are you otherwise? <laughs> I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm, it's an emotional roller coaster, isn't it? I don't, I, I must have said it to pretty much everyone at half time on Saturday. I don't know how City and Liverpool fans do this every season. No, I don't know either. How they do that either. It's, uh, it's, it's draining, isn't it? It's absolutely draining. I'll be, I'll be glad for a season of like just mid table mediocrity in League Two. Which is, so it's going to be really annoying when we piss League Two next season as well, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a terrible time of it. Uh, love it. Um, yeah, so tonight we're going to talk about Boreham Wood, uh, Chesterfield, uh, TFI County ticket winners, um, and probably everything else that we can we can fit in. So we've got later on journals Phil Brennan. I think everybody knows Phil Brennan from the Dark Days podcasts. Um, and he's... A regular on BBC Manchester, BBC Radio Manchester, GMR, um, GMR, yes. Um, and before that, we've got um, Tim from Fearless in Devotion. Um, but before that, um, you've, you've got a wow moment, haven't you? Me, oh, I, I love I love the creative ways in which you're you're pushing me over to the sponsor every, every week. By the time this sponsorship's over, I'm going to be a soulless husk of a man. <laughs> Talking of promotion, this week's podcast <laughs> is sponsored by another Stockport team in fine form, Video Arcade Machine Manufacturer Arcade Wow. Their premium quality, brand new retro style arcade machines are popular in homes and businesses and come with over 15,000 games, including such classics as Donkey Kong, Pac-Man and Space Invaders. You can see all their arcade machines and even arrange a visit to their Stockport showroom at arcadewow.co.uk or see the link in the description. And as part of our collaboration, county fans can get a £50 discount by using code TSBW at the checkout. And if delivery is for the Northwest, you can select Collect as your delivery option, and Arcade Wow will deliver and install it for free, saving you a further £99 post Brexit pounds. And we get a share of that too. So visit Stockport's very own arcadewow.co.uk and save 149 quid today. Thank lovely, you, Russell. Lovely stuff. You're welcome, Nicholas. Um, before we get Tim out, just to say thanks to everybody who's joined us. Loads of comments already coming through. Um, please do hit the like button and subscribe if you haven't already. That would be really, really useful to us. Thank you very much. Okay, let's get our esteemed guest out, um, Tim from Fearless in Devotion. Noswaith da, Tim. Noswaith da, die down, die down. Very good, very good. Ignore me, lads, it's fine. I'm just a bearded, I'm just a bearded psychic. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd have that written down as well. Look at this also cue king just reeling that off then with the answer. I bet he's got bearded psychic in fucking blood written on the on the back wall there. I knew you'd remember that. I knew it. Lovely stuff. Uh Sunday then. So I I I joined you on on Fearless in Devotion yesterday. Or yesterday. Did you? 
Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> um, we're, and... we're definitely slagging you off. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we were talking about the, the 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 sort of connotations of Sunday. You know, I we, we're very much in the, in the mindset of well, if we win, then we win the league. But your mate Reese and Andy, I mean Andy, I, I th- he, he stopped short saying Sparta, didn't he? He was shouting yeah, Sparta. Yeah. He, he lives in he lives in London where drugs run free. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. He looked a little bit wild-eyed. Um, and I'm pretty Andy. If, if you do end up watching this back, I'm not slagging you off. It's all tongue in cheek, my friend. It's all tongue in cheek. I should I should have said that on the show last night about Nick. That's me. That's my mistake. Should have qualified it. Yeah. Um. So, how is it looking for you, lads, on Sunday? Then what what's the feeling around the place? I don't know. It's it's just it's just weird, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's it's just weird. I mean, it, there's been that many twists and turns the last few weeks, and yes, we've made it interesting, which we've covered yesterday. You know, it, and we said if we, if we did make it interesting, then great, we've done our job. But to come this this close, and then we're a bit like you. You come this close, and are we potentially fucking up? And then we're exactly of the same mindset. We've come this close. Are we have we potentially fucked it up? Very probably, if we're honest. I mean, like the Woken defeat was bad enough, but then it was because it was it was so close yet so far on Monday. You know, we were sort of really in control. Should have won it by a few more goals, and then and then it, it came to bite us on the ass in the end. And I kind of the longer that game went on on Monday, the longer the more I thought that was going to be the case. You know, I just thought there's going to be another twist to this. It is in the back of every player's mind when they go on the field. There's no doubt about it. It's in the back of their minds. It has to be. It just has to be. Um, you know, it's going to creep in at some point. So it was just a bit of a killer. And then you, you look at Sunday now. There's so many different ramifications to it. You know, you win, you win, you, you win the league. Um, we win, and it's you, we're potentially dragging out the inevitable in brackets for maybe maybe seven days. I don't know. It's, you know, ultimately it's still there to be played for. Stranger things have happened. I don't see it happening, if I'm really honest. But stranger things have happened. You just you just never know. I mean, you know, you've got key players back now, you know, with with uh, with SARS and all that. So, I don't know. We, you know, we've we've got a massive key player out now. A couple of key players out, and that that seems to have hit us. And I think the difference, the big difference, is between the both teams is that I think your depth is is considerably better than ours. And I think that's where that's where it will probably come into play ultimately at the end of the season. I think. Yeah, because I I was right. Am I right in thinking that you three of your back four are out, or three of your first team back four are out? Yeah, it's quite a few. I mean. Obviously, we lost our keeper earlier on. Well, probably it was about. I think it was a game or two before that crazy Dover turnaround. Yeah, and like Layton's like top quality, but he's brave. Therefore, he's made of glass. So you know, I mean, he essentially clotheslined somebody which shattered his wrist. Um, so that's in knackered. And Dibble's come in, and it's a weird one, Dibble, because he's 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 a he's a very capable goalkeeper and he's decent. Um. He's always had a big mistake in him, and that seems to have calmed down a bit now. But the Dover game was, you know, there's a couple of clangers in there, and you're thinking, Jesus Christ, five two down to a team that are already relegated on like 
minus 20 points or whatever. Mm. We don't deserve to get anywhere near that. But then that turnaround happens and, and it gets people talking and, and thinking. So so that him being out and then oh, you've, got, you've got quite a few. We've got quite a few out. And then obviously Aaron Hayden, the big defender, massive, massive presence for us, especially from Toza's long throws and stuff. Just very, very solid, very good. You can tell, you know, it's the same with some of your players, no doubt that they they deserve to be playing at high level, or they should be playing at high level, you know. Um, and you kind of feel that you're quite lucky to have some of these players, you know. So he's a massive loss, and it's kind of disrupted it a bit. But you know, I think, like like our manager said the other day, that's just part of football. You, every team's the same. You're always going to get injuries at different times of the season. It's how you... It's how you adapt and how you overcome to that. That that that's where you know champions and, and teams that get promoted are made. Really, it's how you adapt to the setbacks. Really, so fingers crossed. I've no idea how how we've adapted as such. It's just you know we were scoring goals for fun and now we seem to hit the buffers a bit. So I literally have no idea. It's probably going to end up nil nil, is it? I predicted four <laughs> two. I think I said four two for shits and giggles the other day because I fancy another six goals in a game, but that's highly unlikely to happen. But yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I think I think the sort of the sadist in me says, you know what? If we can't if we can't win on Saturday, draw it out. If you're going to win it, win it at home in front of your own fans next week. I think that'll suit everybody. Big party at your place and all that jazz. Um, best case scenario is we win and the the, re- the wheels come off again. But I just, I just, I just don't see it. I think I don't see it now. I think there's there's too many, too many twists and turns. And if we're really realistic, like like I said yesterday, you've pretty much got a couple of fingers on on the trophy now as it stands. Mm. Well, it could be worse, mate. It could be Chesterfield. Ah, uh, fuck them. Uh, it's it's oh. shit or bust, isn't it? So it's hilarious. Um, what an awful time of it they're having. Oh, what, an awful, the worst club. what an awful club. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've never really forgiven them since when, when they beat us in, in the FA Cup in 97. Um, oh, it was just a dark day because we, we, if we got three, we would have got three to the, the semi-finals of the Cup. But they got... They got mugged by Middlesbrough in the semis. There was one, one of their goals was clearly over the line. It was never given. Blah blah blah. Um, and yeah, so I've always I've always smarted ever since then. And obviously the whole the whole furlough thing sticks in a lot of people's minds and and, and yeah. got it. So that pissed off a lot of people. And I don't know. It's just it's just you know again it comes back to that adapt and overcome. They they haven't really overcome the loss of Tushimanga, and they had the whole managerial scandal. And Cook's come in and hailed some sort of miracle worker, but it's kind of gone to shit, hasn't it? It's gone backwards for them massively. And um, but you probably like like when they played against you, they probably played a decent bit of football. They, they can play football, they just can't sustain it, and that that's proven by their slide. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a there's a bit of video going round of them celebrating the two two draw against us as if as if they'd won the league or made significant in you know dent in 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 anybody's title race really and. It was just weird behaviour. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Chesterfield. Anyway, let's 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 keep on track for Sunday. <laughs> um, so, um, just just thinking about some of the outcomes that that could happen. So, Reese spoke yesterday, and I was I didn't know this because I'd obviously not looked at the league and not done my maths and things. But yeah. Reese said that if you beat us by two 0 you actually go top of the league on Sunday. Yeah, which... I mean, I, I I found that hard to believe, but it. it... 
he's he's quite he's he's a bit like you. He's a bit of a stat nerd. And he's quite on it. So I got no reason to to disbelieve him really. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think if if that was to happen, that that again puts a few cats amongst amongst the pigeons again. At least at least for a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, I think there's I think there was you know there was occasions a couple of months ago where you could you could afford to get carried away with it and go well we're storming it we're pissing it it's only a matter of time now and we can get away with all sorts of, of banter and piss taking and then you've dropped off it we've upped it narrowed the gap and I think the the sort of shits and giggles and and the and the um the bants has been has been reined in a little bit because people know what's at stake. You know, we. I don't want to be the person who says, "Well, if we don't, if we don't go up automatically, we'll piss the playoffs." We don't. We're, we're notoriously bottlers when it comes to the playoffs. I think this team's got a different mindset to previous ones, but again, you know, if you'd have told me, well, if you'd have told any of us a couple of months ago that there'd be three points in it going into the the final one stroke two games of the season, we 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 all would have laughed our heads off, probably. Is is there an element of? You, you've just run out of games because that's that's what it feels like to me. I, th- I think if we go on for another month, I think Ben Ben Walker, friend of the podcast, said, tweeted this. If if the if the season had another month on it, would Wrexham would probably overtake us? I don't know. May, maybe maybe it's it's you know our season essentially kind of started in January when we got Palmer because we lost Jake Hyde early in the season and it was supposed to be Hyde and Mullen is this revered new partnership and that obviously hasn't materialised so we've kind of like kind of been playing with kind of one leg behind our back really to a certain point in terms of up top you know and then we've we got Palmer in and that was late in January because I mean I spoke to him for the fanzine and, and he said that the reason that deal took so long to get through in the in the, in the, the latter end of the January transfer window is because he didn't know what to do it was like you know AFC Wimbledon it is it's his club it's his club that he grew up with like supports, you know, he's not getting any younger. So it's like, well, do I stay here and help the club try and stay in League One? Or do I secure my family financially and give it a good spin? Offer doing, you know, a 30 year old for th- three year deal. So, you know, as, as, as hard as it is, you know, th- from the loyalty side of things, he did come, but he had to think how long and hard to go about it. If, if we'd have made, made the movements for him earlier and we got him in earlier. Who knows? Because it's a massive, massive piece of the jigsaw. You know, he's he scored 12, 13, no, yeah, 12 for us now since January. So, you know, call it a goal a week. Not mm-hmm. a bad return for no. for 300k. So, I, th- I think if we'd have got him earlier, it might have been a different story, but it is what it is. You know, any, any Wrexham fan will tell you the same thing. We didn't expect to get within you know, touching distance, considering where the teams were not so long ago. So we've got a small mercy to take what we can from that. And then if it ends up being in the playoffs, then please ensure we st- we, we get second or third. And I fancy it us to, to take on anybody at home. And then it's the lottery of, of the one-off game at Wembley again, isn't it? So yeah. not at Wembley, West Ham. West, West Ham, Ham yeah. You sound, you sound a bit downbeat as uh... But you, but the, the the other lads last night didn't seem as downbeat. Are you the are you the ER? Uh, no, I, I think I think I've just um, I got excited about it, and you know I thought yes, brilliant. Boren would have done it, done us a right solid there. But then yeah, like, and we thought the same thing on Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> deep down I thought 
they're going to have a massive bearing on the way this plays out, not just on one game, but two. And I kind of felt that because, like, like we spoke about yesterday, Russ, that they're just, Boreham Wood are just, at the moment, they're a typical National League shithousery team. If they had two or three, three more decent, solid players, they wouldn't have slipped out the playoff picture. They would have contested it and probably made a good fight fight of it. But as it stands, it is what it is. But I, I don't think I'm not I'm not feeling downbeat about it because I've said it all along. It, it can still be done. It can still be done. It could still be done. I'd lo- I'd love it. I'd love it if if we could take it to the end of the season. It would be amazing because you know even now after the, after that result on Monday, nobody kind of expects it. Mm. Uh, they've, they've released 300 more tickets for, for Dagenham away for us in the final game of the season because we sold the originals I think as soon as, as, soon as, as, soon as you lost against Borough Wood I went on the Dagenham website and fucking sold out because everybody's like that's going to be the final game of the season let's get all yeah. the tickets um, but they've they sold all them and they've released another 300 I don't think anybody's touched them because they're like well let's wait and see what happens on Sunday first before we, before we go planning another sort of you know uh, pilgrimage to London so so I, I literally have no idea what's going to happen. Part of me says, I, I can't see us winning 2 now. But then, you know, nobody saw that FA Trophy result, really. And, and again, you know, it's, 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 it turns on a moment, doesn't it? Like, you know, Sars missed that chance for you under the bar. That mm. goes into a very different game. Yeah. So it was the same with us on Monday. Mullin missed a golden chance early on and he goes and scores a volley out of nothing. So... You know, and their keeper makes four or five good saves. But it, it is what it is. I, I just, yeah, with that, I have kicked out the arse, the, the arse at this point. But I'm not I'm not downbeat. I just feel like I've got to get a bit of realism and, and groundedness to the entire scenario, and not go, "Oh, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. It could happen." And if if we win on. Sunday, then I'll go. Okay, mate, let's 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 be open to the idea that anything could happen going into the last seven days. But it makes it exciting for the neutral. For anybody who tends to give a shit beyond the Premier League, <laughs> be nice, wouldn't it? I'm, I just can't handle it all. I'm I'm really struggling with all of it. I'm absolutely knackered. I, part of me can't, can't wait for the season to be over. Just so I've started like following the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Like defamation trial, just wow. for something to take, take my mind off the football. And all has there just been an update about that? I'm not sure if if if, if that's been that's come. I don't know. Well, the last breaking mm-hmm. news on that for me was like day two, where I just realised they're both a pair of knobheads. Yeah, you're, you're, guys, stop it! You're both the worst. I can't like, figure out why, why Johnny Depp sounds like Brendan Rogers during that entire trial. It's dead weird. I'm like, yeah. why, why, why is he being possessed by Brendan Rogers? I don't get it. It's dead weird. You go and have a listen to it. You can't, you can't unhear it. Then it's dead, dead, really, really bizarre. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure earlier on in the season when we did the the sort of podcast for the corresponding fixture. I'm sure I had sort of uh, bleach blonde long locks. I'm fucking grey now, so that tells you everything you need about the course of this season. Um, it's just been a, it's been, it's been, it's been. Whichever way we look at it, it's been good for both. And even though you, you'll get there'll be a few stop-up fans saying, "Oh, fuck Hollywood FC," I, 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 not County Cup or whatever. I think we, we we mentioned yesterday. I think it's it's a decent rivalry that's that's yeah. kind of been rekindled between between both clubs. And 
and long may it continue. And and you know what? Fucking <laughs> out. I, I was even entertaining this. Like, right, if Stockport do win, what am I going to do? I, am I going to am I going to sit there and wait for the final whistle? Stand up and like f- applaud, like you know, like a gentleman and a scholar, and go, "Well done, <laughs> well done, you bastard!" And then walk off, slope off into the night. I don't know. It's it's weird because sometimes. Sometimes you just feel it, it, it's the right thing to do, you know? And people say, oh, yeah, well, Stockport throw money at it. Rex and throw money at it. You can throw a shitload, a shitload of money at a lot of things. It doesn't necessarily work out. Ask Everton, mm. you know? Throwing a lot of money at a lot of players and, and they're struggling to bloody stay in the Premier League. I know it's a bit of a shit comparison, but you can see where I'm coming from. You know, it's, yeah. it takes more than just money to make success. You've got to get all the right components. From the well, look how long it took Man City to get going after their takeover, you know. Yeah, yeah. For years before they won or anything, yeah. It's, it's not. I think we've both done very well considering how new the takeover is for both of us to be flight. I mean, it, it helps that they were kind of walk into clubs that already had a lot of stuff in place, but still to to be straight up there challenging straight after a takeover is just great work from both. I think. Yeah, and I think I think I think anybody who who does. Not a rebuild, but the way Challen has come in and taken a team that seemed bereft of ideas, confidence, can direction, identity, spin it on its head and go, right, if you want to... I'd love to know his team talk. I'm sure we all would, would, would like to know what he said, but he seems to have got them firing. I mean, that run does not come out of sheer luck. You know, that comes out of man management, motivation, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's where... I think that's where both managers probably similar in that in that sense. You know, Challenger's got nothing to prove. He's been there and done it with with Hartlepool and stuff. You know, he knows that he knows what it takes. Whereas kind of Parkinson's on on a bit of a not rebuilding his um, reputation, but obviously he had his fingers burnt a bit of Sunderland, so mm. he's kind of keen to get it right as well. Um, Jesus, I'm trying not to think about Sunday. It's um, <laughs> that's why we're here. <laughs> what did you come on for? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, then. So for Sunday, then, if we finally if we look at predictions, because I know you said four two for shits and giggles. Fucking hell, that is. I mean, that is a shits and giggles. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, you go with your <laughs> prediction. You go with your predictions first, and I'll try and find some sort of balance in the force. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna say one nil to county. Just I'm, just I'm like we one, did against Chesterfield. I'm going one all. Oh yeah, they'll be taking yeah. into into Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I mean, it's it's too good to be true. Winning it as good as it'd be for the Disney Plus documentary. <laughs> I, 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 as, good, as good as it'd be because I'm already looking for. I like a football documentary anyway. Never mind. Yeah. The fact that we're going to feature quite heavily in it, just as we, just as we did in the Salford one, as well. They'll, can, they'll, um, they'll, can, they'll cancel the series before that bit. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so go on then, before you go, Tim, give us your prediction, mate. No, no. I keep having this idea. Reese has planted that seed in my head about a two niller yeah. to go top, and army thinks in, in my head is going to be a, in, it's going to be a draw because I said yesterday you've won one we've won one it's destined to be a draw no you know what I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my win but I'm not gonna go for the stupid 14ness of yesterday I am gonna go with that 2-0 because 
because our, our record against you in recent years at home has been dreadful. I think the last time we did a real good number was when you were National League North. It was 6-1 in the trophy. Yeah, something. yeah. Not yeah. going to be 6-1 in any way, shape or form, but I'll take a 2-0. It, it'll, it'll be similar to the trophy. It'll be a nervy 2-0 and there'll be, there'll be moments and Wrexham will do this weird 25-40 minute power play that they seem to be doing at the moment. But where at what point of the game that comes in is anybody's guess. Um, well, I don't. We haven't had a really solid ninety-minute performance for, for for a while. I think you know it's dipped a little bit. But I think both both teams are guilty of that. I think in one respect or another. So I've got a clue. It'll be it'll be it'll be nil nil and fireworks off the pitch probably. So <laughs> all that good stuff. Yeah. Is it, is it the El Cachico part three, is it? Yeah, El Cachico part yeah. three. <laughs> part three, the revenge. Let's face <laughs> well, it, the rest, of the, the rest of the National League want us both gone, if if we're honest. Yeah, not just them. I mean, we, we, we know uh, the Boundary Park Alert System lads from Oldham very well, and we've got a WhatsApp group, and they want us both gone as well. Really? So they can have a, a better crack of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, they're, I think they're being a bit too ambitious there, but... <laughs> And I, th- I think most most uh, right-thinking, proper League Two clubs had what was up there as well in terms of a away day and also bringing yeah. people to their place. I, th- I think, yeah. I think when you've taken when you've taken your eye off the league for so long, and then you, you kind of don't realise how not paltry the um, the away attendances are in the league above, but they're not as good as you might anticipate, I guess. Mm. You know, and, and when. Momentum is built in our division uh, with with the takeovers and the money and the belief and et cetera, et cetera. Then, yeah, uh, you know, again, if both teams go up, I mean, it's going to intensify even more, isn't it? The interest and the numbers are going to be there. I mean, you took nearly 3,000 away the other day. Yeah. It's the sort of thing you get for like an FA Cup fourth round match, isn't it? You know, yeah. Marine going to Chelsea or something. That, that's, that that's that sort of level of 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 chaotic numbers for away attendance, and you'll be up, you'll be hard pressed to find that anywhere, you know, spanning several countries, I'd imagine. So, so I think I think you know both clubs probably deserve an enormous amount of credit for for the support they've lent their team, really, irrespective of what of what the outcome may be. Yeah, good stuff. Right, I tell you what, we'll do. We'll We'll bid you farewell for now, but I reckon there could be a <laughs> mid-season pod where we're both discussing fixture lists and stuff. Maybe, hopefully, well, I, hopefully. <laughs> otherwise, you, you're going to see me breaking my abstinence from the booze, sort of uh, cradling an aviation <laughs> bottle of gin, um, <laughs> cursing whoever concedes a penalty in, in in the playoff final or something. I don't know. I mean. I'm pretty confident. You you know as well as I know that you get a feeling for a team and you get a feeling for the mindset. And when that mindset's there, as it has been with you, in terms of that winning mentality, then you kind of feel unstoppable and you feel unbeatable. And mm. you get a few knockbacks. But yeah, I just, just fancy us to do it. And <sighs> nobody wants Solly to go up today. Come on. <laughs> Let's be honest. From a, from a piss boil inside of things, I kind of do. Because it... <laughs> Just to see all these proper football league clubs arguing over that who's, who's going to get it, and then Solly Hall just sneak past them. It's not. It's not. It's not even on. A, it's not even on a moor. Makes no sense. 
Sorry, you're <laughs> It's not even on a more. It's not even on one more, let alone two. It's ballroom, it's ballroom in a wood. I don't know. I've never been. You'll no. be gutted when you go to Vauxhall Motors, lads. That's all I can say. <laughs> Rotten Rochard in a Dale. I get that. You know, but Sawyer <laughs> yeah. in a more. I don't know. It's something we have to we have to Google. Anyway, I'm waffling. So um all the best for Sunday. Um, yeah. you know, you. in words in words of our slightly um pissed up more famous fan than me, if you can't be good, um don't be bad. So I'll leave that with you. Um and that, you know. that's also all on a register now for just for talking about him. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, no, no, seriously, good luck with it. And you know what? What will be will be when it as cheesy as it fucking sounds if you win it I'll probably be that dickhead that stays behind and claps gives, gives like a golf clap <laughs> <Pretty gritty. laughs> well, whatever happens we're all going to die anyway so oh, it's it's nice, yeah. I mean ju- ju- anyway. just as you're about to lift the trophy you'll look up and there'll be a nuke raining down from yeah, the sky probably well, yeah, I, sa- I said weeks ago it was only Russia that could stop us and it's coming it was disturbingly prescient, I thought. Yeah, that's but what you, you said. You, that's what you said about being nine points clear. We'll win it by nine points. Only Russia can stop us. You need to get that on a flag. Only Russia can stop us. <laughs> You've got to get that on a flag. It's worth. Yeah. It's flag worthy. That. Do it. Do it. <laughs> right, mate. It's been a pleasure, and I'll uh, catch up with you again. Cheers. All the best. Take care, fellas. Take Cheers, it mate. easy. See you in a bit. There that's we go. So, yeah, you, sounded, you sounded a bit like me off with Tim yesterday, didn't you? But that wasn't awkward <laughs> at all. That's that fine. That um, t- t- sounded pretty downbeat, didn't he? Um, right. No further ado. Let's get our uh, second guest out, uh, Phil the Ninja Brennan. Well, it could be him under there. It might not be. Well, we, we haven't no clue who is that. Who it is? I think really, it's so. going to be Dad Sampson again. <laughs> so let's, <laughs> let's get Phil out. This is the Scarf Bagara War, a Stockport County fan-created podcast, blog, YouTube live show and website. Find us at thescarfbagarawar.co.uk. For county fans, by county fans. We're all Hello. Wrexham, aren't we? We're all Wrexham. This is Aldi Dress in Wrexham. <laughs> this is Aldi any, Dress. Are you in a care home or something? What's going on? <laughs> I'm ready for Sunday. This is me. This is oh, all I'm going to be. Did you not go to the cup game? I didn't. I missed the cup game, no. Oh, this is how they're all dressed, mate. Yeah. All the little rats. All the little rats running around the street in the 50s and 60s gangs looking for one count, you found. Anyway. There's been like new, there's been news articles about it and everything, Russ. The, pe- the people of Wrexham are shocked and appalled by this group, this group of hoodlums. That's better. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's better. I just thought I'd do, you know, shits and giggles. No, it's no, it's good. That's good. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting to be creative. That was really. Do you know good. what was really bad was I was sat there and I knew you could see me and I was sweating. I was thinking, can, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. can you get that Welsh twat off there and let me on? Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Tim, sorry, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. not, but at the same level, we we obviously 
Yeah, they've not suffered like us. They no. need a couple yeah. of seasons down there, at least. <laughs> How funny would it be if those two buggered off back to Hollywood if they got relegated at the end of next season? That'd be so funny. I shouldn't say this because I might get me uh, me pass re- me pass oh. refuted on Sunday. Oh. Might not let oh. me in. We watched that podcast. You're not coming in here. You fucking freelance wanker. So, what, so what's happening? So are you to League One by then? So yeah, yeah. probably. Are you so are you covering? Are you with BBC on Sunday then? Um, no, no. Uh, well, yes and no. It's one of them. I'm going, but I'll only be speaking if we win. How weird is that? Uh, a bit like, like, bit like Rotherham. I can get amongst the crowd, and if we'd have won, I'd have been back on after the game. But we lost, so I sloped off. But well, uh, no, is that, is, that your, is that your choice, or is that them <laughs> Can't say that on, on here. They'll be watching. They'll be like, we, <laughs> we, we, we told we, we told him to keep quiet. No, I'm. <laughs> I've got a ticket. <laughs> I have got a ticket, and I've also got a pass. So, but right. my ticket, my ticket is going to my son's best mate. So. Um, because he goes a lot, a lot more often than I do. So there you go. Fair enough. Okay, so what we'll do is we'll we'll talk about Boreham Wood and Chesterfield and everything else around County. Um, before we do, I just wanted to say, if anybody's not realised or doesn't know, Phil, I wanted to get you on, Phil, before the season ended. Because, oh, no, don't do it, don't. Because uh, we did the Dark Day series with you and Dave, didn't we, and that... That took up a lot of our time, and it was a really good sort of <laughs> audio documentary. Oh, it's him. It's that Phil. Get him off. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, look, your listening figures are dropping. Look, it's him. <laughs> we thought it was a different Phil. <laughs> I think everybody knows who you are now, Phil. Yeah, that's true enough, yeah. True enough. If they, don't, if they don't, then more fool them. Oh, thank you. I just saw a nice little tweet about one of the Whartons. That was really nice of him to say that. said that... Uh, I'm the only. Per- I was the reason that they're one of the sponsors because I talked them into it when nobody else would do any sponsorship. I got them in. There that's you nice. go. There you go. Did some good. You did a lot of good back in the day, surely. Oh, well, I like to think so, but you never know. Yeah. Let's move. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> well, well, before you go, before you jump off, while we're talking of people doing good, oh, here there's, we go. Love it. Love we're pleased to this week's podcast is sponsored by Arcade Wow. Stockport's very that was Arcade Wow, everyone. Stockport's very own manufacturer of premium quality retro style video arcade machines for the home or business, which come with over 15,000 games, including classics like Street Fighter, Space Invaders, and Mortal Kombat. You can see all their machines and even arrange a visit to their Stockport showroom at arcadewow.co.uk or see the link in the description on our page and podcast. Contact Arcade Wow for details of your 149 quid discount, courtesy of us at the Scarf Bagara War. That's me and the us. Us. That's yep. what us means. Yeah. You did well there, because all that writing there, you've made that look as though it was a lot longer than it actually is. Do you get paid extra for for waffle? Yeah, I get paid per word. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm really sure. Anyway, you've not changed, have you? No, unfortunately. No. Right. <laughs> Boring wood on Saturday, then. So, shall, we, I'll, shall I do my bit first? On account, yeah. I, on account I wasn't there. Yeah, go so, on then. Let's <laughs> wait to do it. <laughs> Should be no, quick. So, no, I did the Northern Premier League playoff final, and then I was going to go to Edgeley Park. Oh, and right. then the losing manager at 
Runcorn Linnets got beat at home by Marine, managed very, very well by Neil Young, by the way. Um, they So Runcorn lost, so I had to wait for a quote from the manager of Runcorn. He didn't come out for about 20 minutes. So I was writing my report, finishing my report off, and I had the radio on. And by the time I got near Stockport, we were already losing. We were already shy, so I just went home. So I'm sorry about that. I have not really got... I did, I did listen to it. I did listen to it. But as you know, sometimes the commentator makes the game sound better than it actually is. In JK's defence, he made it sound exactly as bad as it was because Arjo was there and he, he was like, Dad, it's one of the worst performances I've seen all season. Yeah. So I'm quite glad that I didn't go, but I did listen to it. So I, I can probably chip in. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's much to say, really. Just everything everything we'd done so well for months was noticeably absent for 85 minutes. And then once we started playing with a bit of intensity in the last, last five minutes plus stoppage time, we, we could have got a point out of that, which is mental. Yeah, I've seen the, the, the Hippolyte. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's what he's brought, isn't it? I mean, I, I, I don't know where you are with him, but when we signed him, I was a bit like, what do we need him for? Yeah, same. And... Same. and the first couple of games didn't really sway my my judgment, but he's immense. I mean, what a player! I mean, I've never seen him playing in the positions he's playing for us. I've not seen him playing them. I've only ever seen him play sort of wide, but he's 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 everywhere. And yeah. I, you know, hats off to whoever decided to bring him in because he's been really really impressive. And as have most of the people have come in, but he's for me he stood out. I mean, yeah. It, Cannon was brilliant at Wrexham, but is struggling to stay. He's struggling to get match fit. He's he's obviously a brilliant footballer, but I think by his own admission, he's not match fit, and there's a massive difference to, to being fit and match fit. So, and we've not been able to manage him because of the suspensions that we've had. Mm, yeah. So, where Hippolyte's sure. concerned, he's come in and he's just gone. No, I'll do that job. No, I'll do that job as well. Oh, and while you're at it, do you want me to do that? And and he's been brilliant, and and he's got a couple of goals as well. So if that had gone in against Boreham Wood, you wouldn't have been surprised because of the fact that he's playing so well and, and he's fitted in. He, he he appears to be very popular, and I think they all are. That's the one thing I get from this squad is you look at the reaction. We'll come to the Chesterfield game, but the reaction after the game between the players was just that's a joy to see at Stockport County for me. That's that's Stockport County. That's players who want to play for this club, not coming here for the money, which I know a few of them have been accused of. Mm. That isn't that isn't manufactured that at the end of the game. Mm. And he's very much part of that from what I can see. Yeah. Um, we've got a comment in from our guest that's just been on saying... Uh, you've, Sorry, you've, Tim. <laughs> you've ju- you've just pushed his button. Um, now now, he's, now we'll find him shirt ripped like Hull, holding two flares and wearing war paint like Rambo. But that's um, that's what I do. That's me. He, does he not know me? That's what I do. That's not you, admit. Tim. That's not Russ and and um, what's your name again, Nick? That's not Russ. Bearded sidekick. <laughs> Bearded sidekick. Yeah. That that's me. That's me. Sorry, Tim. I did apologise straight away. But there you're, we go. And you're a media professional as well. We're not professionals, <laughs> but you've got the media professional stoke in the fire at you. But the thing is, is like on Saturday, I was sat with two. I was sat with John Helm and Alan Biggs, who were proper professionals. And you know, I had to behave myself, and I'm sat there just watching it. And so when I come on something like this, I'm I'm allowed to be a bit bereft yeah, of, of professionalism. Yeah. And 
But there you go. Look at this daft air. He's getting an haircut. <laughs> Bit like uh, Nick used to be. Yeah. Only, only not grey. Yeah. It's, it's coming, mate. It's coming. Madden, these, these, last few, these last few weeks are, are turning me grey. It won't be far off. Anyway, once more, I apologise, Tim. It was just me being nasty, really. There was no need for it. I appreciate it. It was just you being a mean-spirited, nasty, horrible individual, wasn't it, Phil? There was just no need well, for it, really. Well, it's because of all those years of caught up. You know, this this non-league, it's actually... I mean, I love... Don't get me wrong, I love non-league football, I, but I didn't ever think I'd see Stockport County playing in it. Yeah, and that's cert- it. There's a, there's and, a difference. And, and certainly not for the length of time that they have. And I appreciate that they've suffered, but they haven't suffered like we have. So mm. that's, what, that's what I meant by that. It was a nasty way of saying you've not suffered as much as we have. That's That's... I'm not saying sorry again. Okay. Yeah, quick, no, nobody likes being provocative on air more than me, Phil. I've just took your ball and run with it, haven't I? That's what I've done. You were, being, all, too, you were being far too quiet for my liking and being, you know, you were being nice. So I thought if he's being nice, somebody's got to be nasty. And there you go. <laughs> just a quick word. Um, just a very quick word on Oldham Athletic because you used to work there. We're good friends with the Boundary Park Alert System and Push the Boundary Lads. Um, they're coming down. We're probably going to do a we're probably going to do a joint pod with them on what they can expect <laughs> and lots of Dark Days series lessons to be learned. Um, what what's what's your take on Oldham? Uh, I'm gutted for the people. Some of the people that I worked with, and I was only there as a, a three month contract, but it was brilliant. I loved it there, and they were League One when I was there, so. Um, it was not long after I'd left Stockport, so I'd had a, three months out finishing the book, and then I got asked if I'd come in and help out. And I, I would have stayed if they'd have offered me the job. I would have taken it because I just loved being there. The people were great. Gordon's God breath, God bless his soul. He's passed away, Gordon. He was a great guy. But some of the other people are still there. Roy's still there. Um, the people at the club that. I like Stockport County. It's very, very much like Stockport County. And that's why you saw what you saw on the pitch. Didn't surprise me whatsoever because obviously we we'd, we had the same sort of thing. They're not on there to cause trouble. They're not look. They're not on there to fight. They're not on there to, you know, pick arguments with anybody. That I genuinely feel that that was how our fans were against. Was it Northampton when they just went on the pitch just to say, yeah. we've had enough. You know, this is all we're doing. It's a peaceful protest. We've had enough. Um, so, and and even the people I don't know at the club, you know, it's, I've been back a few times. I've been back to do games for the paper. I've been back to do games for the radio and stuff. And they're very much like us. And Rick, Wrexham, we're all that working class. The, the town supports the club sort of thing. I know we've got a few shirtlifters that go following other people. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I meant to say freeloaders. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so basically, the clubs like Oldham, Stockport, Wrexham, you know, the, when we're suffering, it, it's it's really hard for other people to understand that this is us, this is our life, this is what we go to work for, this is what, regardless of whether you work at the club, all you want to do is see your town, your team playing on a Saturday at the best level they can be at. Yeah. And when you're not playing at the best level that you should be playing at because of other things or that, you know, things that have gone on that are out of your control, when those things keep happening and you're still 
going there and putting your money in and turning up week in week out eventually that the there's there's a breaking point and unfortunately for us you know 2011 and then 2013 where it got even worse those breaking points then become oh that's what people are there bad people then you know i mean i've been listening to simon jordan people like that after the olden thing saying you know they should be banned for life and all this lot and i'm like well no they shouldn't i'm not saying for one minute what they going on the pitch and getting a game called off is not the right way to do it but they thought that was the only option they had to mm. the thing is if they get banned and the new owner comes in the new owner's going to do the right thing and say come on back With you know so yeah. so and so i understand that there has to be some sort of punishment because they shouldn't have got the game abandoned but I, I, I remember doing um, the Kidderminster game. I was doing the, the co. No, was it was it no under Northampton. Sorry, I did the Northampton co-com, and I was choking up doing it because I knew pretty much everybody who was on that pitch, and some of them I took to their first game. They were, you know, a lot younger than me, obviously, but I took them to the first game because they were young Offerton lads that you know wanted to go to football, and the, you know their parents and and they came to County because where we were it was like this this is what we do we go to county so and when we got relegated and i'm trying to do cocom without naming names and without you know getting involved i could hardly speak and that's quite doesn't happen very often and i just watched it and i and I, I'm, I remember people around me saying oh they should be banned they should be this and this you know and i'm like shaking my head thinking what do i say here that's not going to get me the sack it's <laughs> not going to get me in trouble um, and because I felt the pain, you know, it, it's and and all these Oldham fans are going through that now. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick story. When we got, when I knew we were getting relegated, um, or when I knew there was a very good chance we were going to get relegated, I contacted um, the likes of Kelly at um, Halifax and Dale at Grimsby, and. Um, Garant at Wrexham and I spoke to all the people that I knew that could help me prepare a press statement for the eventuality of us going down because I wanted to know what they felt like when they went down because I thought well I'm a fan and I work for my club I don't want to be putting anything out that's going to be fake news as it's called now so and I rang around all the ex-league clubs, the Chesters, all these clubs. And, and most of these people now I'm still very good friends with today because you, you form a little community. It's like we've got this little ex-football league community going on and we're all like... And I, and I do, you know, listen, regardless of what I said before, I do feel for, for Wrexham, but I just don't want them going up at our expense. Mm, same. And, and, yeah. and, you know, it... <laughs> And a lot of my friends have sort of said they think it'd be hysterical if they didn't come up and lost the FA Trophy final. If we go up, I couldn't give a shit what happens. I just couldn't. And, you know, because I've got some really good friends at Halifax and I love the way Halifax play football. I don't like the way Wrexham play football, but that's their style. That's Phil Parker's yeah, yeah. style. I don't have to watch that. I could watch Halifax play all day, you know, because I like the way they play. I wouldn't want Solly Oldmores going up because if we've gone up, I don't want to play them again next year. I want to forget about that. Yeah. 
so nothing against I mean I'd, and also I haven't got any friends at Solid Hill more either but um, so and Chesterfield I've got people I know at Chesterfield there's people I know at Grimsby so it, the, the, I would like the ex-football league club community that that some of us are involved in I wouldn't mind them coming up with us because I want us up first and foremost that's, yeah. that's all I'm interested in if none of the other football league clubs come up then it's tough shit You've had your go. You've had a chance and you've blown it. That's how I see it. I think, the same as Tim does, I think that if the one of us that doesn't go up will probably fail in the playoffs. That's how I feel. That's why I need us to win on Sunday. I'm not yeah. interested in a draw. We have to win on Sunday. I don't want to be coming out of there going, well, we only need another point because we've got two very tough games. I'm not saying we won't get them, yeah. but I'll be wearing my lucky pants and everything because... You know, you know that we can affect the result by what we wear. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, some people, some people have said, haven't they? That they, I've seen it on Twitter that they 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 want a draw. At, no, at so so we can win it at home. Dave Long, Dave Long, let's have a draw and win it at home. No, mate, no, let's let's win it on Sunday and celebrate on at home. <laughs> I, thought, I, th- I thought Dave Long was saying, "Just let's just win it." I thought, "Oh, maybe, maybe, saying, maybe it was him was. who was telling." Yeah, he might have been telling whoever it was to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dave, Dave sorry, Long's Dave. Quite I'm, I'm offending so everybody. I... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, uh, just getting yourself cancelled off everyone. I know. <laughs> but just going back to that Oldham and, and the Wrexham thing. So I, I actually, we, I sort of got the same message off everybody that the worst thing you can possibly do is tell your fans you're coming straight back. It's the worst thing you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I prepared a little statement ready for our meeting, and uh, I wasn't invited to the meeting. Apparently, they were just going to, the board were going to come up with a statement. And guess what it said? We're coming straight back. And I was like, I'm not putting that on the website. And if, if, any, if anybody wants to hear the full story, you know, a Dark Days uh, know, yeah. series. But so I think Oldham are going to do that. That's my point, is I think, because unless they get a new owner, yeah, and I've, there's nothing wrong with saying we're going to do our best to get straight back. Because if you remember, Tranmere did the same thing. They came out with, oh, yeah, we're going straight back. And they didn't. I know they, were, they went back after two years, but it's a really difficult thing to gauge. You want to keep your fans on board, but you can't give them false hope. And if you've been bottom all season, like we were pretty much, like Oldham are, it's, yeah, yeah. you can't, I mean, we just talk, I've heard you just talking about Dave Challoner switching things around, but he had a good group of players that were used yeah. to playing good football, but had been stifled a bit. Oldham have been used to losing every week, you know, most weeks. It's like, I'm looking forward to playing crew if we go up because they've been losing every week. And I want to really ram home that we are the only team in Cheshire, not them. We are. Um, so I I feel sorry for Oldham is the short version of a long story. But I, I think they've got, I think one of you two said it earlier, they've got a real surprise. It was you on it, Russ. They've got a real surprise coming because, yeah. you know, our first non-league game, I remember saying to JK, you watch when the fixtures come out, we'll be we'll be away at Forest Green. And it was worse than that. We were away at Forest Green on a Friday night. Mm. <laughs> Just and we got we were driving down. I was driving, there was about six of us in this whatever it was, SUV. And the, um we got stuck behind three tractors at three different tar- parts of the journey. And I was like, Oh my god, this is proper non-league football. <laughs> and then um, and that's what they're going to put up with 
you know, at least they won't have to go and play, was it Felix though that we had in our division one year or someone like that, someone really on the coast down when we were in the Lowestoft. conference. No, lower stuff. Yeah. How would you play lower stuff in the conference north? But anyway, so. Right, right. Phil, let's, let's. Look, it sounds again. Let's talk about, about Chesterfield. We're going to say we're, talk, we're talking down B, and we're, we're on <laughs> the edge of promotion. We're on the edge of promotion, so let's talk about the Chesterfield game on Sunday, uh, Monday. Monday. This is doing my head in all these different days. It was amazing. It was. Do you know what? It was amazing, wasn't it? It was just first time I've seen County win there. To be fair, so is it? You know what? It yeah. reminded me of the, the Chesterfield game. It was like the so new stadium. I don't know if either you are watching Better Call Saul at the moment. I gave up on it. No. Well, you're a loser if you did that. (laughs) Anyway, that's not not what I'm here. Um, But basically, it's it's the final series. This is like the final series. Like, not just Better Call Saul, but of the whole Breaking Bad universe. So they're bringing characters back. And that's how it felt with the Chesterfield game. We had Tom Denton. We had Danny Rowe. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. these these names that have blighted us in yeah. our time in the yeah. league, and it was just Can like, I, yeah, I just 100%. I just need to uh, yeah. probably probably goes against popular opinion, but I was so pleased for Dan. I I've known Danny long before he came to County, and he, I was so pleased for him as a person to get on the pitch. I sent him a message after the game saying, Dan, great to see you back. Really, after the journey you've had, so pleased to see you come back. But it, just equally pleased that you didn't actually touch the ball. And score. Yeah. <laughs> it's like because uh, he's regardless of what county fans think of him, you know, he, he was okay for us when he yeah, played he, for oh, us. Oh yeah, of course he was, yeah. I was more worried that they would get a free kick outside the area. Oh yeah. Like, uh, uh, yeah, mate, yeah. What, every time he got the ball, he was about 30 yards where behind where I, he should have been, which was yeah. great for us. But yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I, I what I liked about it was I we had a car full and I, I actually, as I say, ended up in a press box because I gave my ticket to Joel's best mate. Um we, when we arrived, it, it was like I didn't see a single Chesterfield fan until I got in the ground. It was mad. Everywhere we went was just we park. We went to park up, and ended up parking quite a bit away, and we were walking, and it's just everywhere you looked. The chippies, the the pubs, the off licenses, every, the car park. Never saw a single Chesterfield fan, and I was like, oh, this is some turnout. This, and I knew there was numbers. But when you're actually in there and you see it, and then obviously the ground's filling up and getting more and more county fans coming in, getting louder and louder. And the funny thing is, when you arrive at a ground and your fans are already in singing, you want to get in there, don't you? So you yeah, can yeah, join yeah. in. It's just, yeah. like you say, it's, it's just great. It's a great atmosphere. And um, sitting in the press box, I sat in front of JK, but I was, as I say, sat with John Elm and Alan Biggs, and they were like really, really complimentary of, the, the supporters, because both of them said it was one of the worst games they'd ever seen. But I didn't care. I said, I don't care, John. It can be, it, it can finish now after the penalty's gone. And I don't mind. We just, we can go now if you want. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. It was, it was a terrible game. But how many terrible games did we have in the last, few, last couple of months of 96, 97? Just games that you're not going to look back on as a spectacle, but just think, well, we got over the line. I think we're probably being a bit harsh saying it was a terrible game. It was a nervous game. They needed to win. They they couldn't afford to lose another game because look where they are now. They, they're they're yes, the edge, the, they? yeah. yeah, and the, it's still in their hands to a certain degree. But they didn't want to go into the last day in seventh place on a run of bad form, mm. so they couldn't afford to lose. So 
I think that was their best shot. And if that was their best shot, they're not going up. You know, and I know it's unfortunate with Shimanga, but you know, nobody talks about our injuries and our suspensions when we've had our two most influential players, both wide men, out at the same time injured, as we've had midfielders suspended, centre half suspended. You know, we've had a really bad run, and no, nothing has really been made of that. Certainly not by other people. But yeah. when you look at the way, I mean, I've not, I've been. To, pretty much every one apart from Borough and Wood I've been to pretty much all the last sort of half dozen games or whatever and it's I mean I, you know I'm quite lucky I can go in the press box so I, I don't have this mither against <laughs> ticket but I have been able to go to these games and because I'm coming in with fresh eyes I came early on in the season when Rusk was in charge and I went to a few games after Challoner came in and I've been to I think pretty much every midweek game at home um, and I've done a few away games for the, you know, paper, radio, whatever. So across the season, I've I've seen a good spectrum of what we can do. And until we got beat at Grimsby, which was, in my opinion, was all down to the referee, mm. we, and you think about it, we lost Sarsovic for four games because he missed pretty much all of that game. Yeah. So, and he Saturday showed what, what we miss. He's an unbelievable footballer. And, he might not look like he's a footballer because he always looks like he's out, out of breath. But the things that he does, the little toe poke to nick the ball or the good pass or the the, the amount of times he gets his body in front of somebody and somebody else in a blue shirt or a white shirt, in our case, on Saturday, Monday, picks up the ball because of him being clever. Yeah. We missed him much more than I thought we would because... You know, I know Collar's suspended now, but Collar's a bit out of form anyway. Um, so we've been, and we've missed Rydell, we've missed uh, South Wales. So, you know, it, we've we've suffered. I know they've lost their best player, but they've only lost that one player. And if you, if you, the dip they've had from having one player out shows what a one-man team they were. Whereas we've had four or five players out and still kept that run up. Yeah. You know, we've, we were, honestly, in the, in the sort of 11 years we've been in the league, I've watched football at all the levels in non-league football. I've not seen a better non-league football team than us in that 23-game run or 21-game run, whatever it was. And I've watched them all, Leighton Orient, when they were brilliant, Forest Green. None of them were as good as we were as a machine. We were just like a really well-oiled machine. And when we lost a player, we brought another player in and... And then, so I suppose I didn't really expect the blip, but when it came, I sort of knew there was going to be another one because they're not used to losing. They're not. It's like school bully. He goes around giving everybody a slap, and then somebody gives him a slap, and he's suddenly, oh, hang on, I'm not as. And then somebody else will have a go at him because he's not quite as hard as everybody thought he is. And that, that's how I saw that when we lost to Grimsby, I was gutted because. We, we still should have won that game. You know, the, we we were robbed, I think, in that game. And then we beat, was it Southend we beat? Oh, no, we beat South, we, no, we beat Southend after Wrexham, didn't we? And even yeah, we, the Wrexham, even the Wrexham game, I don't, I don't care what people say. We were the better team that day. We hmm. wasted so many chances. And then, you know, yes, it's a great finish, but it's, in my opinion, Ben was too far off his line in the first place, but that's just me being overcritical. But I was glad the second goal went in because I didn't want to go home thinking, oh, we've lost to that goal. 
yeah. I was quite I was quite happy it finished two 0 because so do you think so I take it we're getting over the line then is what I'm hearing from you. Yeah I, I think we've if we ever lost our mojo we've got it back. Yeah. And and that mojo's called Anthony Sarsovic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just well he, that's it. The, the, first, the first half in Chesterfield when he came back, you could tell the first half we were on the front foot for the for the yeah. whole of the half, weren't we? So I, I had this like relief come over me when Chesterfield thinking that's it, the blip's over now because we Sars is back and everything seems to be right. In he does he do, he doesn't allow negativity around him. He he's all about let's get forward. And even when he's passing if you watch him, if when he's passing the ball backwards, he's already telling who he's passing it to where to put it next. Mm. It's always the forward pass for him. Even if his is the backward pass, he's telling it that's where it's going. And he's he's a very intelligent footballer. I don't know what he's like as a person, but he's a very intelligent footballer. And Crowsdale is so vastly underrated by most people. I mean, most county fans, before he signed for county, would have said he was not nowhere near as good as he is. And he, I remember talking to Dave Challoner about him about three years ago, two years ago, at Filed, and we're doing a piece about File for the Paper. And I'd said to him, I didn't give Crowsley man of the match today. And he went, no, he said, he's, uh, I think I can't remember who it was. I think it was one of the centre-halves. But he said, I bet you gave him 8 out of 10, didn't you? Because he's never less than 8 out of 10. And that mm. stuck with me. He's always 8 out of 10. And even in the games that I did for Fylde, when he wasn't man of the match, the person who was man of the match had to be better than 8 out of 10. Because yeah. he's just, he never has. Even, you know, of course he does things wrong every now and then. He's a human. But for me... Probably up there with me with Tom Bennett, Chris Marsden, as the season's gone on, what he's done this year, I know it's a different level, so it's probably yeah, yeah. an unfair unfair comparison. But when you look, you know, for for similar comparisons for the what effect they have on a team, and when you look at Crowsdale, Sarsovic and Collar, when all three are on blob, it's just unbelievable watching the three of them. And maybe, you know, I mean, I know Will's not playing against Wrexham. But imagine having him back after three games and he's got a point to prove and you've got two games left. At home as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I genuinely, I'm more, I'm not worried about Sunday. That's, yeah, Sunday. I'm not worried about Sunday. I was worried about Sunday on Monday morning because I wasn't sure what we were going to do on Monday on Monday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the less, the, the longer the game went on on Monday and we managed it brilliantly. I mean, as a team, they managed it brilliantly. I mean, I know Ben's have to pull off a great save at the end, but we managed it brilliantly. So I actually didn't think about Wrexham at all, about the you know the game on Sunday at all. I wasn't thinking, oh God, we still got to go to Wrexham, because now I think, well, if Halifax win on Saturday, the pressure on Wrexham is far greater than it is on us. Yeah. I mean, Halifax, if they win on Saturday, they're going to believe that they could actually finish first. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what what combination would ha- make that happen. I think we have to draw, don't we, and probably lose to Halifax. Yeah, probably lose. Yeah. But I'm not. That's not happening. That's not happening. But if um, if Halifax win on Saturday, which I expect them to do, when we kick off on Sunday, Halifax a third. Uh, sorry, Wrexham a third. Not they're not right behind us. Then it's like, all oh, right, we're we're only just behind. Stop. No, we're not. We're third. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if you've have you seen the challenge for the penalty? For, yeah, for for Warren Wood. Yeah, yeah. What 
What's that all about? Well, this I mean... is it. They've got they've got three of the back four out. So whoever well, I think the lad that made the challenge was hasn't been playing or something. I mean, no. they were doing this even before the injuries. Wrexham have a knack for giving away stupid penalties late on in games. Staff. Well, they also have a knack for getting late goals. Do you know the, the young lad who played at the back against us is probably the best young defender I've seen at this level for years. I can't remember his name now. Is it Clueth? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he out? Don't is know. he playing? Was he Don't playing know. on September? But tell you what, he was brilliant against us. Brilliant. One of the best performances. Because what is he, 19, 20? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. But anyway, let's not big them up. No, 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 no. <laughs> Doesn't matter if he's playing. Tell him to bring his dad. He, and he is. Theater. He is playing. He played yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, anyway. But anyway, he played ninety minutes at Bowling Wood yesterday. Clueworth did. So. Well, he didn't. He didn't give the penalty away, did he? But no, and they've lost another defender as well, haven't they? Tozer. Um, I think Tozer's out. No, no. The the other lad, uh, Hos. Oh, Hosanna. Didn't he go off injured as well? Don't know. I th- I'm pretty sure Tozer's out. But anyway, well, let's get back. Let's get back to us. Just, just a special no, mention that, before we carry on. All, Hang a second. All positives. Well, yeah. Positives no, I know they are. I know they are. But we're getting. All right. We're getting sidetracked. So, so. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. Uh, let's just <laughs> <laughs> let's just mention the Walkers as well, because um, friends of the podcast, Damo, Harry, um, and Nick Clark, all walked to Chesterfield overnight, which is a massive achievement. So, um, well done to those lads. <laughs> And yeah, you took, you took pictures, didn't you? Was you there? Or well, I, I was there at the beginning, and I was there at the end. I was that. Oh, right, okay. That's, that's, that <laughs> no, sounds I've like done... the best. The best for you, doesn't it? I covered it for the paper, so um, right. It was. I mean, it was a tremendous effort, and um, the, the young lad who did um, Cam Cam to- Cam Cam not Cam Foden Cam's can't remember his second name. Sorry, Cam. The lad who did the support vehicle probably won't get anywhere near as much credit as he should have done. Um, Toman, Cam Toman, but you know, to not only was he there for because obviously a couple of them took a breather. Because Damon, I don't know if you know this, but Damon had a, I think it was a knee operation. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. So, so he, he was doing it on sticks, and they, he had to take a breather because he, he should, to be honest, he shouldn't have been doing it. But Damon is Damon, and he'll yeah. do everything you tell him he can't do. He'll try and do it. Um, but yeah, so. Young Cam was there. Not only was he giving people, you know, carrying the stuff, but he would drive ahead to then give them directions and send them, well, which road you turn left at and all this lot. And obviously, to get to get through it the way they did, I mean, it's just amazing. And, and big up to Chesterfield as well for letting them use the showers and everything yeah, when they got yeah, there. Yeah. So um, they've had, I mean, they're over three and a half grand now. Um, when I did my article, they were on three grand. So they're on three and a half grand now and the people are still putting money in. So, um, and anybody who's not sort of seen anything they've got up to, go on to um, Damon's Twitter or whatever and you'll see all the photographs and you'll see the link to donate. And it's, the the charities that they're doing it for are really important. Obviously, Dave Thompson was, the, yeah. the, the, they, they were walking or sort of in, in George's memory and Dave was quite conscious about not making it all about his family but they were sort of like the spearhead for people to say well we're doing it for George his George his dad did it his uncle Nick did it friends of the family did it but then there was obviously there were the stroke information like I said Nick was involved yeah. um and just to, I think we need to say it out loud Nick didn't do the walk 
because he'd have the DWP on his back if he did. <laughs> Fair dues. <laughs> uh, so, no, he, he's not. He didn't do the walk. But he was there, as I say, at the beginning, like me. But he, he had a better excuse than me for not doing it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, and there was a couple of girls did it, Danielle and Nicole. There was, there was you know, the 10 that set off to do it all got there at the end. Those that didn't do the complete walk are not looked on any differently than those that did because, you know, 42 miles and that sort of up and downhill and, and, and through the night, and you know, it's a, it's an amazing achievement. It took a lot of guts. Um, and I'm glad I didn't attempt it, if I'm honest. But bear, fair play to him. Fantastic achievement. Yeah, oh, and yeah. big big thanks to the club as well. I put a lot of, a lot, the club have put a lot of effort into it. Beeline coaches did a nice donation. So anybody who's, who's not donated, have a look at it. It was a really good thing. And hopefully the paper will give it a good coverage. Um, and I know that there's a few other outlets have, have been in touch with them to talk about it as well. Yeah. And we'll definitely put a link to the Just Giving page in the comments after the show once we find the link. Um, so, yeah. So we've donated as a podcast as well, just to just to mention that. Um, have we got a winner to announce, Nick, for the competition? Do you want to do that now? We carry yes, on. so we were giving away two tickets to TFI Friday at Notion, which is on Friday the I hope it's 30th. on a Friday. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, why not? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> 2022, mate, just go with it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we can announce that the tickets were... A pair of tickets is going to someone who commented Wardy on last week's video, and that person... So congratulations, Phil. Phil's just going to talk over the big prize announcement and everything. It's fine. Uh, we, we don't work hard on this particular part. Of it. I, I bring nothing. All I do is bring the prize winner. All I did was turn the light on. I didn't speak. I just turned the light on. Oh well, you, you might as well have had a eight hundred piece orchestra. There. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry for all the all the good that went on in my head. But yeah, Gaz Eccleston, uh, we'll be in touch with you. To we'll be in touch with you, Gaz to sort out your tickets for this courtesy of Ben Walker. And there are still a few tickets floating about to pay for as well. Let's go to County Shirts on Twitter and the link is there. Oh, God. Nice. Well, well done, Nick. Any, anyone, you, would, anyone would think that, that you don't do this for a living, Phil. You know, this, I don't. This, I don't. This I don't medium do it for a living. <laughs> I, I, I play at it. <laughs> You look like one of those um, those those uh, people off a cyber criminal training video now. You know where they no, talk about what no. they've done in the past. Well, uh, you know what it is? It, I can smell my tea downstairs. That's what it is. I'm getting nervous. Right, and and I guess all the uh, closet city fans are sloping off now, aren't they? Um, but we'll carry on just for just for the time being. Um, do you not have to slope off as well, Russ? No. With all the other closet city fans, you you not got a Norwich scarf and a protest to go to, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> You've had that ready for weeks, haven't you? No, just, the, the minute you said it, you realised it wasn't nearly as funny as you thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we've covered Boreham Wood, Chesterfield. Anything more particular about Chesterfield? Any standout? I mean, thought I thought Newby was almost unplayable in the first half, and he doesn't get Newby. And then we've got, I think we've got to mention Ben Inchliffe as well. Save at the end, as as you mentioned before, Phil. Um, just just to, just to, yeah, just to bring that up really, because they, they very rarely get mentioned. Newby got shipped off to Halifax by by Simon Rusk, so you know. Yeah, that's why they're up there. 
<laughs> they had a great run while he was there, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably set him off. I think he's probably set him off. Thanks, thanks, Simon. Um, no, I, he's he's always been a good player. Um, I, I thought the lad who gave away the penalty and should have got sent off. To be fair, because there was two tackles that were both yellows, and a lot of referees would have given a yellow for the handball. So he got yeah. three really. Um, but no, I thought Newby was brilliant, and and it's nice to see that. He had end products because he's always been good at that, getting past the man. And, you know, sometimes you, your wingers do that, don't they? They do all the clever stuff and then, you know, they, we don't get anything off it. Not just because it's, you know, they're in the striker there. Sometimes they play it too long. Sometimes they play it too short. And I thought he played really well. I thought it would be hard to pick somebody who didn't have a good game. You know, they all played well. I mean, Jordan Keane, for me, I love seeing Jordan Keane playing for County. Yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah. he doesn't give the ball away. Um, very clever from Challoner to move him into to yes. bring Hogan on and put yes. him in front of him, in front of the back three and behind the middle. Because Jordan Keane doesn't really have bad games. He's another one. He may be not an eight out of ten, but you know he, he's certainly a seven. And and on Saturday he was an eight. On Monday he yeah. was an eight. And that, so it's difficult to, to pick anybody who didn't have a good game. And every substitute that came on did what they came on to do. Yeah, you know they all came on and played their part, and it was pretty much a perfect team performance. And you, you'll take a rolled in penalty to to win a game like that. That'll do me. Yeah, and Madden as well. I mean, we're almost sick of talking about Madden because he's just brilliant. His work rate is off the scale, um, and you know he, he missed a penalty a while ago, a couple of games ago, um, and then picked himself back up and, and and nicely slotted that one in. So he's my player of the year so far. I think. Yeah. That's uh, my choice. That's who I voted for, actually. I'll put that out there. Talking of of end-of-season awards, um, we do want suggestions for end-of-season awards for like fan awards, but not not in the chat. Put it in the comments so I can look at them later, um, and we'll put something out. We've got what we've got at the moment, Nick. Best best away limbs, or no, best limbs. Best limbs moment, and I've already picked mine, even before we get the choices. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we know which one that's going to be, don't we? But we'll, we'll, we'll do it. It'd just be nice to to get the whatever ends up on the shortlist for that particular one. It'd be nice to get them all collated into one video and, and see. That'd be, Pete, that'd be a good little. Pete, I think Pete's watching. Pete, if you're watching, mate. He's, if he is, he's not now. Stop that. <laughs> no. I'm logging off. <laughs> so we'll do end of season awards. Do comment of what um, of what you'd like to see in that, and it's from obviously the club. Do the, the Player of the Year, young player of the year. We'll do a fans kind of thing, um, and we'll we'll get uh, some voting out for that. Uh, oh, yes, look, here we go. He's just told to f off. Thanks, Pete. Okay, right. <laughs> <That's that>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, fair enough. Looks like we're not doing that then. <laughs> okay, um, time's cracking on. Um, should we move on to admin? Admin. Admin, um, yeah, with one bit of admin I've got is uh, we are going to no, there's two bits of admin I've got. Uh, we are going to um, we are going to do something special on the 19th of May, but you have to have the fan hub app and you have to be registered with the fan hub app. Um, so we're going to do an, a special event, but you have to have the app, and that's all I'm going to say about that. And it is a special event, um, and it's going to be at a pub in Stockport, so. You have to have the fan hub up for that. The other thing I wanted to mention was, um, should we win the league? 
and it's looking more and more likely now. Um, we will be at Notion from 12 till 2 on the 15th of May. Um, so come and join us for a drink. I'm not buying. You've got to buy your own. But I'll be there with a the mic. Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> we'll be there with a the mic. Uh, basically... I'll just just want people to come up and, and chat on the on a on a bit of a live show, and we'll just ask you some questions and things, and have a bit of a chat, basically about how and, the season's and, gone and what it means to you and things. Russ will ask you some serious questions that will actually come across good on the show, and then I'll just ask you whatever's going through my head at the time. Could be boxers or briefs. We don't know. We don't know. It's it, it's the it's the wacky world. Particularly. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, what we yeah. call, the, call the episode. Yeah, yeah the wacky world. <laughs> yeah. Right then, is that me done? Uh, well, yeah. Unless Nick's got any more admin, unless you want to go, we'll carry on. It's I but I can't, I'm locked in my bar on my phone. It's about to go, and I didn't want to just right. disappear. And your tea's ready, isn't it? So. Oh, that's gone in the dog. That now. Do you want? <laughs> do you want to slip away, and we'll carry on with our admin, and then and then you can just eat yeah? your tea. Yeah. No, I don't I think it's gone. I think that's gone. Okay. <laughs> anyway, no, it's just I know my phone's gonna die. I didn't charge it up. I'm a stupid boy. Right, okay. Well we'll we'll cheers for coming on. We'll bid Thanks. you farewell. So, and I'm so you'll sorry. never get a job in the media, mate. Oh, I, can't. <laughs> I can't I'm just I can't I'm just watching it there thinking, what a plonker you are. <laughs> yeah. But I thought if I just if it disappeared, you'd think I don't know what I'm doing, but I'd rather be honest and tell you I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's usually the best way. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love that. So, so thanks right. everybody. Cheers. I'll go and put See my ninja later. gear back on. So, <laughs> don't forget, Nick. Black hoodie, face mask. You'll fit right in. Oh, that, that'll get me off the register, won't it? Oh, I'm getting, might get you on one. <laughs> I'm already on it. That's the problem. <laughs> All, right. All right. Anyway, so th thanks for having me. Off. Sorry, right. sorry again, Tim. And. um I won't See be sorry soon. on I won't be sorry on Sunday. <laughs> right. Then. Right. Th Cheers, thanks mate. very much. Apologies. So here later. And then there were two. Yeah, I'm still surprised he's involving media. I don't mind saying it to his face. The, the force of nature that is Phil Brennan. Now. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, did we have any other admin before we got onto the album? Uh, well, album, from, from now, next week, we'll do the album before the admin, because the album links to the admin now, doesn't it? No, it doesn't, does it? It, well, it did last week, remember? And you were amazed by it. You were so oh. amazed by it that you messaged me on WhatsApp. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Going, that was good, that. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, me and my missus had a bit of a discussion last week. Because obviously I'd re I was doing my radio show and then doing this show. And my girlfriend wasn't happy that what I was putting up was new indie enough. With me doing the new indie show on yeah, Greater yeah. Manchester's Real Rock Radio, Sunday, 2pm. Straight yeah. after Russell's classic indie show yeah. at 1pm. You know, you get both of us. You're not having to pay anything, and I you're know. getting the both of us. So uh, she went out and made some vinyl purchases. It's Skinty Fear, the Fontaine's DC. Oh. New, number one in the album chart. Nice. The last time I was touching a number one album, it was Taylor Swift. So Very in good. HMV, I didn't buy it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I just listened to her. I don't give her any money for it. But the Fontaine's, like though, I mean, since you asked me – to um 
to sort of say, on your show, let me know what you think about the Fontaine song. I thought it was great. Started listening to the Fontaines. Wow, that's brilliant stuff. So if you've not listened to the Fontaines, yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And, and if you want to call them by the full name, the Fontaines DC, then that would be even better as well. Yeah, but, is, no, but don't I people, bet if I, you go on Spotify and put in the Fontaines, I bet there's okay. a different band called yeah, the prob- it probably, There probably is. There probably is. Okay. I've just heard people call them Fontaines, that's all. Oh, yeah, on, people, on yeah. people say three, Fontaines. Three albums deep, Russ. Three albums. Yeah, I know. I know. That's good. So, so the people get on the new album and then be like, oh, they've got another two. There is a band called The Fontaines on Spotify, but they don't have many plays. They do have a song called Blame It On Alcohol, which is what I... That's what I listen to when I'm playing like the last ten minutes of the show back. Fair dues, fair dues. It's like it's like the blossoms as well. I don't, I don't I'm not really into them. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, Happy Hatter says, "Do we know how many are going to EP on Sunday? Not got a clue. I don't know. No, I'll, I'll be in Wrexham. Will you be? I'll in be Wrexham? in Wrexham, so I don't really care. <laughs> no, no we, should, we shouldn't say that. We shouldn't say that." We gave, gave credit to the to the people who walked to Chesterfield. I might just walk back from Wrexham. If it goes that if it goes that well, I do that. Do you ever do that when you've had a really good night out and you're really pissed? You just you think, oh, I'm going to walk. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to walk it. It's all right for you because you live in Stockport, but not for me. I uh, I'm a Manchester boy. I'm, I'm an M14 lad for me, representing. Nice. <laughs> so I've, I've got to be careful with my walking. I end up with blisters. That's okay. <laughs> uh, any more admin from Nick? Uh, no, uh, that was yeah. So we're, oh. we're both on the radio, aren't we? We are both on the radio. One till th- one till three, both of us. Um, yeah. I've got to do a bit of a shout out. I say shout out just 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 to mention them. Help the Hatters every week. I see on Facebook the pictures of them cleaning EP up after a match. All the mess that everybody leaves. They don't get mentioned enough, I don't think. So just to mention them and say thank you very much for cleaning up our mess after us. Yeah. And, you know, if you do feel a little bit bad that there's mess for them to clear up, use the provided bins. Yeah. As I had had to tell several people to do on Saturday. And then I've I've not got the look that allows you to talk to people you don't know out of nothing. So if I'm telling some kids to put something in the bin, I'm the type of person who's going to get called a pedo off the back of that. As they did, but it's, it's not their fault. It's the parents, for us. It's, it, the yeah, parents, it's idiots having letting, children, isn't it? Letting them go to county and just shove yeah. the rubbish everywhere. It wasn't suppose, even county rubbish. It was Harry Bowes. I suppose if you if you don't like the mess that much as well, why don't you volunteer the week after to clear it up with the help the hatters? Yeah. There we go. Do that. Yeah. that so yeah. that used to be a punishment, you know. That's what that's what that was Ryan McKnight's thing for my my mate chucked a traffic cone on the pitch at Harrogate away. The first time we played there, and his, his punishment was to go and help 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 the hatters out for a few few sessions. Okay, he's like, oh well, you didn't mind making another team's tin pot ground a mess with a traffic cone, so come and clean up the mess at our football league standard ground. I think that was the thinking. I'm not saying McKnight was brilliant or anything. <laughs> As history goes on, I'm starting to think you know he was talking a load of bollocks. Yeah, which yeah, I mean, he had form for that, didn't he? Do you know what? I'm, I'm sort of be so glad when that the whole chapter has ended and we're we're back. It we're, we're, we're opening up a new chapter. Well, that's it. This week we've like we've like fought the bosses, haven't we? Like Tom Denton, Danny Rowe. Yeah, yeah. You know, Adam Virgo. We've just got <laughs> we've just got one final boss to to, to 
to, to fight at the end of this level, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. And even even if we don't beat him, even even if he beats us, we we get our life back. We give us yeah. our life back and say, "Oh, you can have another go Wednesday night." Do you think? Do you, you think that I, at arcade? You will get that at arcade. Wow, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, like I wish it. I had a really no, good link there. I know. Oh, yeah, I, I know. If, if that I was know. like the actual point where we were meant to say it, that would have been the coolest thing we've ever done. No, but oh. I, what I was going to say is, Wrexham on Sunday feels like uh, that is the end of level boss. But if we can't beat Wrexham on Sunday, beating Halifax or Torquay is a bit like jumping over the end of level boss, pressing the button yeah. that opens the. The, the, the drawbridge, drawbridge. So yeah. they go into the thing yeah then we go we just carry yeah. on through the door yeah. into, into the EFL that's that's what I think it is na 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 Wrexham's in the lava in the lava Wrexham's in the lava Mario yeah. reference there oh yeah might well be on the arcade wild games I don't know I've not checked I'm sure it will be it's got to be if they're worth the salt they've got to be yeah. and the other one was um, the title of this podcast was called or the, the thumbnail was uh, we're on the edge of promotion, and so that that song, which is uh, what's it called? I don't know, mate. It, it's not my. We're era. on the edge of promotion. There you go. Reach for yeah. the lasers. Safe oh as God, fuck. it's gonna be. We're gonna look like a right bunch of knobheads coming back here next Wednesday. Well, we've well, got next, one <laughs> Thursday after <laughs> yeah. a defeat. Yeah, yeah. draw at home to Turkey. That's yeah. a good point, actually. Next week's podcast is on Thursday. So who have we got with us, Russell? We have got John Kieran. He's going to be the joining man us. Himself. So John Kieran on Wednesday night will probably be bringing you some of the greatest moments in county history, and then just coming down from that by joining us on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah that's high caliber guest getting. <laughs> yeah, really good. Right, good stuff. Uh, people are dropping off, so let's drop off ourselves. Yeah, I'm guessing uh, Real Madrid. I'm guessing City have gone one nil up, have they? No, it's still nil nil. Excellent. Okay. Come on, Real Madrid. Right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, and we shall see you either at the match on Sunday, or we will see you next Thursday. Um, yeah. See you later. Bye. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Oh. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.